is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. All right, party people. We made it to Friday. We got two hours left in the week on the Workday Red Zone. And uh, we're going to power through it some way, somehow. I say that like it's going to be a struggle. It's not. we got a lot to talk about today. It should be very tolerable radio. But if you've already, you know, mailed it in for the rest of the day, it's it's okay. It's okay. We'll be here regardless. Uh, what are we doing here? Well, it's Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you tuning in with us today. On the Ticket Radio Network, of course, uh, we're on your radio dial all over the place. KNEA 970 AM along with 95.3, KBRI-FM. And then, of course, we stream online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. And then hit play and you're all set. If you want to shout at us today, multiple ways you can get in touch with the program. Call us, 870-930-3776 is one of those. That's the number on the Ritter Communications hotline. And then also you can shout at us on social, facebook.com slash theticketradio. And on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie got a question posted for you today using that old WDRZ hashtag. I'm Kara Richie, joined in studio by producer Cade Carlton. Good afternoon. Who has stuck with us instead of in Hattiesburg. I guess he'll make it through. Yeah, I, I, out of principle, I'm not paying $400 for tickets. <laughs> just not doing it. Uh, we will talk about some NCAA baseball throughout the course of today's show. Some MLB uh, baseball, which is a little bit, well, Major League Baseball. Baseball is basically what I just said, but that's okay. Uh, some hoops and, and who knows what else we'll get into over the course of the next couple of hours. Looking at some news and notes from teams here around these parts uh it's race day for arkansas state's been at pasco so the standout senior is going to compete for a natty tonight in the 3000 meter steeplechase at the ncaa outdoor championships in eugene oregon so competing in the event final for the second straight season and uh, also he earned second team all america honors last year so looking to improve on that this year race begins tonight at 8 24 p.m. Meanwhile, Super Regionals underway. The Diamond Hogs, however, don't get play started at North Carolina until tomorrow morning. First pitch set for 10 a.m. Tar Heels are the number 10 overall national seed in the tournament. They're hosting a Super Regional for the first time since 2019, while Arkansas is appearing in the Supers for the fourth straight year. Game two, Sunday at noon, if necessary. Game three on Monday. Looking at yesterday's action, the Cardinals were unable to avoid a sweep at Tampa Bay. They lost to the Rays by the final score of 2-1. to one. So, uh, the best thing to do after you get swept? Play the Reds. Cardinals <laughs> open up a three-game series against Cincinnati at Bush Stadium tonight. 7-15 is your first pitch time. And, of course, the station to hear that on is 95-9, the Wolf. 
throwing out today's KavanaughCars.com question. What I'm looking for here, I want like a, a specific year, a specific season. But any sport in any era uh, is totally eligible to be an answer here. But I want to know what team gets your vote as the most dominant in sports history. We are taking our inspiration today from Oklahoma softball. Because good lord are they good. Uh, They wrapped up their second consecutive natty last night by beating Texas 10-5. to So they are uh, officially, I think, a a dynasty. They've won four of the last seven national championships. And of course, uh, you know, there wasn't a 2020 season, postseason because of COVID. But they just, um, they absolutely went off. Uh, in the Women's College World Series, although, you know, last night's game, I guess, was a little bit more compelling than the night before, uh, but it was still lopsided in, in the Sooners' favor. And they set a record with 17 home runs during the Women's College World Series, which breaks their mark of 15 from last season. As good as OU was uh, last year. They went 56-4 and four last year. But yet, somehow this year, they were even better. So if we're talking about current dominant teams, OU definitely qualifies uh, in that category. They weren't perfect. They weren't invincible. But they did start out this season 38-0. and Did not lose until April the 16th. The overall record this year, 59-3. and and that's the best winning percentage in Division One history behind, uh, well, there hasn't been a team that's done better since the early 90s. They won 40 of their 59 games via the run rule, which in college softball is leading by eight runs or more after five innings. And just this entire uh, past couple days just felt just felt inevitable. You know, even with a loss to UCLA, even with, you know, the fact that last night and the night before that, that uh, – Texas got on the board first. OU was just so, so, so good. And part of that due to the dominance of Jocelyn Allo, who wraps up her fifth year, uh, five-year college softball career. Or excuse me, well, she was a five-year senior. But with 120 home runs in this season, if we were talking about individual players with dominant seasons instead of uh, teams, she would be in that conversation as well. She batted 515 this year. 515. Is that good? Yeah, I'm kidding. 34 home runs, 85 RBI. So again, uh, Oklahoma softball providing the inspiration for today's question. But uh, more on that in a moment. Let's open up the phone lines. 9303776. We'll check in with Miss Lisa. How are you? Well, you picked my brain, evidently, because I was thinking about that about an hour or two earlier, about right now, say, in the last five years, including COVID, I don't even think about COVID anymore. And by the way, before I go here, shame on Kay. I'd have gave him $50 <laughs> if he didn't have the full. A hundred years from now, Kay, you'll never know what a ticket costs. That's the way I look at it, if I really want to go. Yeah, I guess. And one of these days, when I've got more time, I'll tell y'all a funny story. It wasn't funny at the time. Well, we went off, and I thought 
I had all the bills paid. Jesse said, no, or all of our, I'm not going to tell it, but I'll give you a, I'll give you a tease on it, or all our bills paid. And I said, yes. Well, evidently, I forgot to pay the Craighead Electric bill. This has been 15, 16 years ago. Come home, no electricity. I'm telling you, you talk about a man that jumped to the moon and back. But anyway, it was funny. Now we look back on it and laugh. You know, it was just that funny. But anyway, I would say I have never saw a more dominant team in any sport, and that's pros included, Mm -hmm. college and pros, than Oklahoma softball. I think they're they're fun to watch, and they are so good that their games are boring because nobody can hang with them. Now, last night, was it not before it was two to nothing? Yeah, last night. It was just just like a cat playing with a dead mouse. Texas knew they were out of it, and it was just like, you know, one of my cats out here playing with a dead mouse. They just flipped it and flopped it, you know waiting for the end of the game. But I'm going with Oklahoma softball as being truly a powerhouse. Like the other day when different people were talking about um, old Stephon Curry's teams, uh, Steph Curry, Mm -hmm. uh, Golden State. I I don't consider them a powerhouse. Boston Celtics, even though they're young, and I said, I think they'll win it in six, and I may have just hit it on the head. Uh, and let me close with one thing. You know, Phil Elson made the famous statement that went all over the nation in a tweet. And I heard him saying on the radio, if Arkansas wins the Oklahoma State Regional, he was going to eat a shoe. Did y'all hear about that? I did not. Well, he said, I'll eat a shoe. He said, I'll eat a shoe. I'm, I'm that desperate for them. You know, he says all kinds of things, and then sometimes he has to pay the piper. But anyway, he uh, a bakery there in Fort Smith made a, right, looked like, just like a Razorback um, cleat. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah. And so he ate that cake. And uh, on the air, which got him off the hook for having to boil a shoe and eat the leather. And uh, But anyway, it was funny. It got a lot of attention. So that's what he was thinking. Feel lots of attention. And he usually gets it. So, <laughs> nevertheless, Cade knows how he is. <laughs> sure. I don't really know him that well. Well, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. It's just, we always tease him because he's Jewish. Did you know that, Kara? Did you know he was Jewish? Not that it matters. I did not. You know, the only interactions I've ever had with Phil, we follow each other on social media. So I I see the stuff that he posts, but I I don't know him personally. Well, he's Jewish, and he takes a lot of ribbing for it, no pun intended, because of Arkansas Razorbacks and pork and ribs and everything else but i'll tell you what he's outstanding he does a great job well anyway thank y'all for my call have a good weekend and let me tell you something i'm sitting here watching east carolina in texas uh-huh. don't kid yourself east carolina could win this whole thing this picture they've got is outstanding 
So that's a good program, East Carolina. I agree. They've anyway. also got the guy batting right now, Bryson Worrell, is is next level. He's pretty good. Oh, he he really is. How, I, I mean, where do they get? And football, they're good too. And I don't know about basketball, but they're just a good program. Yeah. But anyway, thank y'all for taking my call. Thanks, Miss Lisa. Have a good weekend. She leaves the phone lines open at nine three zero three seven seven six, and uh, we will. Oh, they actually got Worrell out. Uh, we will uh, hit pause here in just a moment again, uh, throwing out the question question of uh, the day one more time. I want to know what team gets your vote as the most dominant in sports history, taking our inspiration from what can probably be claimed now as the most dominant softball team in history, and that was OU last night. By the way, their pitching staff this year, everybody talks about their home runs, and they're hitting a blah, 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 blah. 361 innings pitched, an ERA of one. Point oh five. 463 strikeouts to 121 walks. 33 of their 60 games were shutouts. Pretty wild. Pretty, pretty wild. But uh, take your answer. Softball, non-softball, again, any sports in any era, but just looking for a specific year here. And we'll start to share some of your answers on social media when we come back as well. But phone lines open during the break. 9303776 we'll be right back after this on the ticket the only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis and when you speak of me speak well Kara Ritchie on the workday red zone Central Toyota has your vehicle and your back. And call Central Toyota today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off tomorrow what could be done today. Central Toyota's service department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Toyota. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Toyota. Schedule your service needs today on Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centraltoyota.com. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 365 days a year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Pico Foods and Pocahontas is offering you the chance for a great career as they're looking for CDL drivers. Pico Foods has live haul, feed mill, and truck shop utility CDL driver positions available. Total average pay is between $1,100 and $1,500 per week with great benefits including Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, dental and vision insurance, 401k, plus paid holidays and paid vacation. If you're a CDL driver, don't miss this opportunity to go to work for Pico Foods, an industry-leading supplier that is dedicated to customer satisfaction, competitive cost, and total quality management. Apply online at www.picofoods.com careers. That's www.picofoods.com careers. Or text JOBS to 844-802-7326. That's JOBS to 844-802-7326. Don't miss this great opportunity to work for this award-winning company. Pico Foods is an equal opportunity employer. 
Are you looking for high-quality child care? Arkansas Early Learning is enrolling daily at arearlylearning.org, offering programs for children ages newborn to five years old in a family-friendly child care setting. With a three-star Better Beginnings rating, Arkansas's highest quality rating, your child will develop reading, writing, and behavioral skills that will help prepare them for kindergarten and school success. Plus, nutritious meals and children with disabilities are welcome. Apply now for Arkansas Early Learning at arearlylearning.org. AEL is a nonprofit organization and an equal opportunity provider. Again, we want to take this time to tell you thank you and we appreciate your business at Glenn Sane. We've been around a long time and we realized to be successful in this business, surround yourself with good people. And we've been doing that since 1954. In our ads, we tell a lot of stories. I think people get tired of people like me getting on there talking loud about prices and rebates. People enjoy a change. Most people can relate some of the stories because they've experienced some of the same things. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. My dad served in Vietnam, the 82nd Airborne Division. He never talked about it. And my mom knew not to ask. So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough. So I finally said to him, Dad, you gotta get help. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern, but help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. the most dominant in sports history and we're looking for like a specific year here a specific team so like what uh damien says on twitter the 95 bulls also says the dream team gets an honorable mention but you can weigh in with this there you can weigh in with with us on the phones at 930-3776 85 days until arkansas state football and of course uh, not a lot of you know new news coming out about the program which is fine that's how it's supposed to be in the summer but there was an interesting read I thought uh, posted I guess last night from Jeffrey today State Nation now I'm not going to be able to give you I'm not going to sit here and read it it's behind a paywall I don't want to give away his content but it talked about the culture shift for Arkansas State football but uh, talked about the culture shift a little bit. Also talked about how right now for the Red Wolves, it's, it's camp season and workout season. Those are the two big focuses. Of course, a workout season for the players. You've got everybody on campus now. You've got to get them in the weight room. And then camp season for the staff. And while, again, I'm not going to share all of the news and notes here from Reed. 
I will throw out this line and hope he doesn't get mad at me. In his conversation with Butch Jones, Jones said that around 800 athletes are expected on campus on Saturday. Uh, you can look at, I think it's astatefootballcamps.com or astatefootball.com, something along those lines, and, and look at the slate for the summer camps this year. And, of course, uh, coaches can go to numerous camps throughout the course of the summer. They can host camps throughout the course of the summer, and there's certainly several camps that are going to be happening at, at Arkansas State. But that just seems like an insane amount of players, but, but not in a bad way. Um, I remember hearing conversations, you know, a couple years ago, it seemed like, with, with Blake Anderson. And he mentioned, even before, I think, the, the North End Zone had been completely completed, that that when student-athletes, you know, when prospective football athletes got on campus, they were usually blown away by the facilities, by the way everything looked on campus and things like that, particularly student-athletes from other places in, in Arkansas, where Arkansas State does not get the coverage that it gets in NEA. But he said that, you know, the problem was getting him onto campus. Once you got him onto campus, it was all gravy. Easy to make a phenomenal impression. But you had to get him here. Getting 800 of them here this weekend sounds like a pretty good deal to me. So we'll see what happens there. I know I just consistently, you know, looking through social media and specifically, especially, let me get my words right here. Especially following, you know, A-State Nation on, on Twitter. They always retweet offers and things like that. You know, Arkansas State has a boatload of offers out already. Is now, of course, they start work on that 2023 class. Although, uh, with the fact that the scholarship numbers have changed a little bit nationally, they can also add a little bit more to the 2022 class. And you'd think that this would be a program that would look to add a little bit of depth uh, in the trenches, but we'll see what happens for A-State over these next few weeks and see what uh, recruiting looks like this summer for the Red Wolves. Elsewhere in A-State news, kind of, sort of, not really. Of course, it's, you know, camp season. It's strength coach season, but it's also like preseason list season where anybody and everybody puts out predictions or all Sunbelt teams and things like that and then we argue for or against it or whatever else we do during the summer on on sports talk radio but uh, Adlon Sports did put out its 2022 Sunbelt all-conference teams and I will be honest with you it is very light on Arkansas State representation which is a little concerning, especially because Athlon puts out four teams. Yeah. It's not just a first team. You got a first team. You got a second team. You got a third team. You got so as you're sitting here scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, just looking for A-State names, it's kind of, they are not as plentiful as uh, as there are on uh, for some other programs. You know, for example, A-State has one, uh, excuse me, two representatives on the first team and that's it. What is Kavon Bennett at linebacker? And I tend to agree with that because I think he is poised for a, a monster season with that position change. And I think he's going to be so, so, so key to getting this Arkansas State defense back on track. So seeing him there as a first-team selection, that just kind of feels like, you know, as it should be, as you hope it will be. And in, in, if he's on that list of the postseason as well, you feel like that bodes well for the A-State defense. Johnny Lang also makes it onto the first team as an A-State specialist at punt returner, and he had a good season doing just that last year for the Red Wolves, so no surprise there. 
Second team offense uh, features Tavalence Hunt at wide receiver. And again, this is one of those things that I'd certainly be glad to kind of speak into existence because A-State is, is going to have to have, you know, that dude in the wide receiver core. Um, I think as fans, we got a little spoiled uh, watching, you know, in back-to-back seasons, you had Omar Bayless. That was that dude. And, of course, he was complimented. There were some great wide receivers on that team with him and Kirk Merritt and Jay Adams. But then the next season, you know, Jay Adams was that dude. I mean, he was like, both of those guys were like a quarterback security blanket. You know, if uh, you've got to throw just a wobbling duck down the field, just heave it in one of their directions. And there's a good chance that you can make something out of nothing. And I don't feel like A-State really necessarily had that last year. There were certainly capable wide receivers. There was good talent on that roster. But um, last season was also a year that was plagued by, like, focus drops and things like that. Somebody has to emerge out of that wide receiver group and be the guy. And I am not picky on whether it's Hunt, on whether it's Foreman, on whether it's somebody else that we haven't even talked about this offseason that much. But you've got to have that guy again. And it... I've mentioned Adams and, and Bayless, who, of course, are two of the best that, that we've seen do it in the recent era at Arkansas State. They don't, this year's guy doesn't have to necessarily be on that level because those two players both blended this incredible amount of, of athleticism, but also, you know, physicality in that position that not everybody is going to be able to embody. But you do need to have somebody who is who is willing to step up every time in that huddle and just be like, hey, QB, hey, Blackman, get it to me, and I'll, I'll make this play successful. And I don't feel like there was that dude last year. Uh, A-State does not have any third-team selections on this list. And then the last couple of players here uh, that are listed uh, on offense, fourth-team offense, A-State gets two selections on Athlon's preseason all-sunbelt teams. One is tied into Manuel Stevenson. Uh, who had, of course, a, a good year last year as a true freshman for A-State. I'm really intrigued by that tight end room. Really intrigued. Because you've got, again, Stevenson, who saw good time, good playing time last year as a true freshman at that position, had several starts last year. You've got Sadu Traore, who, of course, is is a guy that they had just insane, insane high praise for uh, when he signed in that class of 2021. Uh, you've still got Reed Tyler in there, who's played a ton of time at tight end. He's going to be that elder statesman in that room. But then you bring in a guy like Miller McCrumby, who was the highest-rated player in the class of 2022. And there are other players in that room as well, but that's got to be one of the more, it feels like kind of talent-rich positions at A-State. Of course, you usually only have one tight end out there at a time. So will A-State try and do some different things play calling wise to get more than just one of those dudes out there a few different two tight end sets how will they make that happen uh also on the fourth team offensive lineman Ethan Miner and uh that certainly would be helpful if he goes out and, and has a good season you've just got so much to replace there from a leadership standpoint at center um with Jacob Steele being lost to graduation I still don't know exactly how to size up that offensive line. I think the talent is there, but I don't think the depth is, and it makes me super nervous. But Ethan Miner having a good season at center would be um, a really good start. And then also uh, on the fourth team is Ryan Hansen at punter. 
I think he'll have a better season than that. He was pretty salty last year. I know punter kind of is one of those things that goes under the radar unless they're awful or unless they are absolutely booming it to the moon like Cody Grace did. But but Ryan Hansen had a sneaky good season last year for Arkansas State football, and I, I think he could be a postseason honoree as well. So, again, uh, that was the Sunbelt football preseason all-conference team as assembled by Stephen Lassen at Athlon Sports. I didn't go through here and see. Well, he's got the list here. Looking at some of the teams that had the most representation, Georgia State and Troy. Kind of interesting. They both had 13 selections apiece. Then App State and Louisiana. And then Marshall and Texas State. By the way, Lane Hatcher, a fourth team selection uh, for Texas State football at QB. So, of course, um, no telling how accurate these will be when we flash back and look at them at the end of the season. But like so much other content in June and July, we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about any list. <laughs> yeah. Any preview, any preseason prognostications that we can get. Because, hey, why would we not? It's, uh, it's June. It's that time. One more note on A-State before we hit pause and switch gears here. Do want to remind everybody again, uh, Bennett Pasco racing tonight in the 3,000-meter steeplechase final. Uh, he has had a phenomenal, obviously, track and field career at, at Arkansas State, and uh, he's going to be one of the guys that absolutely can can compete and can can win this. Um, last season, what he did is he went out and he just was, was phenomenal in the semis. Actually had the fastest team in the semis, but maybe exerted a little bit too much energy and, and didn't finish well in the finals. This year, kind of barely made it into that final, but you know, he was good enough to get in. We'll see what he's got left in the tank for tonight and, and see if, you know, he's got enough there in reserve to be able to go and run for 3,000 meters while also jumping insanely high immovable hurdles and wading through giant puddles. Steeplechase just blows my mind. Uh, but uh, 8.24 is what time that race will be tonight. And they are airing coverage of the Track and Field Outdoor Championships on ESPN2. So that is where you can find that. Let's hit pause here. Phone lines open during the break at 9303776. We'll be right back after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Let NEA golf cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye Can I Ride With You guy and hello sweet ride thanks to nea golf cars highway 49 in paragool there is a three-day sale this thursday friday and saturday at food smart where you get all items at cost plus 10 percent at checkout get medium pork spare ribs for $1.77 a pound usda select boneless new york strip steak value packs $5.97 a pound prairie fresh seasoned pork tenderloins 18.4 ounces 353 limit four and gallons of blue ribbon classic ice cream 443 limit three be smart shop food smart now open in jonesboro in the two former hayes supermarkets locations on nettleton and on g street 
Street. Professional, convenient, reliable. You can count on it all at Central Buick GMC. Call today to schedule your service appointment. Central Buick GMC Service Department is open Monday through Saturday. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Buick GMC. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember GMC. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service needs today on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralbuickgmc.com. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit methodistfamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Price is still down this hour. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 769 and three quarters, down three and a quarter, with September corn at 726 and a quarter, down three. July soybeans at 1747, down 22, with August soybeans at 1660 and a half, down 19 and a quarter. July wheat at 1061 and a quarter, down 10, with September wheat at 1074 and a quarter, down 10 and a half. July cotton at 146.92, up 41, with October cotton at 131.13, down 94. July rice at 1637 and a half, down 26, with September rice at 1668 and a half, down 28. Moving on to livestock now. June live cattle 13647 and a half down 57 and a half. August live cattle 13657 and a half down 62 and a half. August feeder cattle 17547 and a half down 55. With September feeder cattle 17695 down 42 and a half. June lane hogs at 10787 and a half up 90. With July lane hogs at 10595 up 95. That's your EAB Noon Market Report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying new crop corn and milo direct from local producers in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn and milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn and milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers. And they're buying new crop corn and milo right now. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi called Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman 601-670-9383. Let's say you're presented a stock which yields a guaranteed 82% return. You'd put your money in it, right? That magical stock is called Farm Radio and for our advertisers it is pure gold. 82% of farmers listen to their trusted farm radio station at least four days a week. The moral of the story? Farm Radio pays dividends, and both the listener and the advertiser lived happily ever after. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you. Phone lines open at 9303-776. What team gets your vote as the most dominant in sports history? And what we're looking for here is, is the season. So, for example, Keith Merritt says the 1985 Bears. Yeah, they're kind of good. So, uh, we take our inspiration from the 2022 Oklahoma Sooner softball team, and we went through uh, some of their accolades from this year and their stats, and they're all just kind of pretty stupid good, to be honest with you. Of course, now we've seen 
one national champion crowned this week and we won't see uh, another one crowned on the diamond this week but of course there is super regional action all weekend long and uh, it's already underway in fact uh, Texas and East Carolina the first game on the slate for the Super Regionals, that one got started at about uh, 11 a.m. at ECU. And so far, it's it's going in the Pirates' direction. It's 5-2 to two right now in the bottom of the fourth. What happened to Texas this year? Like, the beginning of the season, it was... They were... Had a head full of steam. A lot of ego. And uh, it's like they lost that game to Texas State. And not that the wheels fell off, because they are... You know, still a, a good team. They were the number nine overall national seed, but it just uh, certainly did not end the way the season started for the Longhorns. Yeah, that's Texas sports in a nutshell. Well, that's actually a very, <laughs> a very accurate comment. It uh, it really, really is. But again, five to two right now uh, at ECU, going in the Pirates' direction, bottom of the fourth, man on third two outs and uh, since that one's the only one going on right now we'll continue to throw out some updates throughout the course of the program the rest of today's super regional slate oklahoma at virginia tech at two notre dame at tennessee uh first pitch at five and then the nightcap louisville and texas a&m at 7 30 everything else gets underway tomorrow including of course arkansas at north carolina they got the early game on espn his first pitch is uh, at 10 a.m there i'm interested in seeing you know a little later on in the afternoon just kind of the scene in hattiesburg uh between ole miss and southern miss southern miss of course the uh number 11 national seat coming into this had a really good regional performance uh as they were able to hold on to that regional win with a kind of thriller of a win uh, against lsu and I'm sure last weekend was a wild scene in, in Hattiesburg, but this weekend is obviously uh, set to be one as well. In fact, there is no ticket pricier this weekend in sports than the Hattiesburg Regional, with one exception, and that's uh, the NBA Finals uh, that are going on. But there's... Yeah, that yeah that sounds about right. But, but this is it. Right now, um, if you are getting a ticket on the secondary market, so for example, I've got StubHub pulled up here, uh, to get a ticket in the last row of the bleachers is going to set you back $437 Yeah, to get into this one tomorrow. Well, I mean, they only have 4,300 reserved seats and then can fit, I think, somewhere between like five and 5,500 people with GA and stuff so there's not plentiful seating no it's uh it's not even close they I found an interesting article by Rick Cleveland who covers uh, a few different teams for Mississippi today and he called it the toughest ticket in Mississippi sports history uh, because of mainly you know the the seating capacity as you mentioned but also the support for both of these teams um in fact uh the southern miss athletic director jeremy mcclain said look we're just not able to sell tickets to people who have been very supportive of our baseball program um they gave southern miss allotted ole miss 600 tickets okay see the number i had heard was like 450 so that's a little bit higher than what i'd see well let me break it down a little bit more than that about 250 of those go to players and coaches' families. 
So okay. you, so then you've got about three fifty. Yeah, that are able fans. to to go as as fans. Um, Ole Miss has eighty two hundred season ticket holders that now have to divvy up three hundred and fifty tickets. They received thirty five hundred super regional ticket requests. So basically, one out of every ten people. Yeah. <laughs> Who wanted a ticket was able to to get one, so that's why a ticket with a face value of sixty bucks right now is going for seven, eight times more than that on social media. Uh, both schools have had to set up different venues where their fans can can watch the game. So Ole Miss, of course, is going to hold watch parties at at their stadium. Um, Southern Miss is having watch parties elsewhere on their campus, and of course, I'm sure that. A good chunk of the state of Mississippi will be sitting at home watching that game as well. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what what Southern Miss does next. They're having conversations possibly about expanding the Pete, a.k.a. Pete Taylor Park. Yeah, they need to. (laughs) I mean, mean, it's 6,000 less than what Ole Miss would have or could hold. And probably 6,000 or 7,000 less than LSU. I don't know what their capacity is. Well, you've got you've probably got only about three or four teams that have double digit capacity. I mean, it's just not it's just not a ton, um, and more than that. But they're all in the SEC. Obviously, you know, Baumwalker has a super high capacity, and and Arkansas is one of, if not the top team in, in attendance every year. LSU is is right there with them. Uh, and then you've got a handful of other SEC teams that have over 10,000 in terms of seating capacity. But nobody else does, I don't think. I don't think anybody else in the country other than SEC schools have more than yeah. 10,000. But uh, we'll see if, if what happens with, with Southern Miss, of course. Uh, keeping an eye there because, as I think you all are aware, they joined the Sun Belt on July 1st. Um, and you don't have to go back that far to find a team who had a lot of success in baseball right before they joined the league. Is I always thought it was kind of wild that Coastal Carolina won the NCAA baseball title. You know, one day, literally one day <laughs> before they joined the Sun Belt. So from a timing perspective, uh, it won't be one day before, but Southern Miss could totally uh, make that happen uh, the year before they were able to join the Sun Belt. By the way, ECU adds on another run against Texas. So they're now up 6-2 to two in the top of the fifth. And I will keep an eye on that game because I am on the, the Bryson Worrell bandwagon because I don't know how you are not right now if you keep tabs on college baseball. He's just had such a monster start to the NCAA baseball tournament, uh, both offensively and defensively. So I'm not sure uh, right now what his MLB draft projection looks like. I think he's considered to be a first-rounder. But for those of you that, of course, have an MLB team, maybe keep an eye on this one as he's going to be in the show sooner rather than later. Who knows? Maybe he could even be drafted uh, to your team as well. But uh, let's hit pause here. Some interesting news around college athletics today that we'll get you updated on when we come back. Keep it with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. 
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Yesterday, the new Saudi Golf League hosted its first event. Before the tournament began, there were rumors the PGA would be sending a strong message to those who decided to participate. The PGA followed through with its promise, but the message wasn't nearly as strong as all the hype led us to believe. The tour officially stripped the live players of the opportunity to participate in PGA Tour tournaments. At face value, the decision seems like a giant loss for the players, but the reality is players don't really care about the tournaments like the Canadian Open or the Byron Nelson or the Rocket Mortgage Classic. They care about the majors. And as of right now, Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson will both be allowed to participate in next week's U.S. Open. We can't be certain what the tour has planned for future majors, but if this is the type of punishment the tour believes leaves is fair, this weekend's lit tournament could be the weakest field we'll see in a long time. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. At Lubsack, they know a lot about total comfort, and they also know that doesn't mean just a couch to sit on and relax. It's a couch that evolves with you and your ever-changing needs. Stealth Tech System featuring immersive 5.1 surround sound by Harman Kardon travels through the fabric and upholstery on your couch to deliver unparalleled immersive audio experience. Learn more at lovesack.com. Love, S-A-C, lovesack.com. Designed for life furniture. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all... The process of buying a home is a big deal. That's why the team at First Financial Mortgage is committed to making the home buying process as easy as possible. Here's what Joey had to say. We could not have been more pleased with First Financial Mortgage. Mary Tucker was absolutely fantastic. I can't imagine anyone being more responsive than her, and she had everything turned around in well under a month. My family and I will always be grateful for the work Mary and her team did in order to assist us. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram at 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. It's almost summer and now is the time to schedule your pool opening with Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Jonesboro. We do water testing and have weekly maintenance services available for pools and hot tubs. We offer pool openings and closing. We specialize in automatic covers and pool and spa chemicals to keep that water sparkling. At Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Jonesboro, customer service is our top priority. Ask how to receive 10% off opening chemicals. Come by and see us at 2810 East Highland in Jonesboro and go online at jacuzzihottubsofjonesboro.com and be sure to check us out on Facebook. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, where for every $1,000 you put towards a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. And Car Today offers you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. And all Car Today vehicles come with our peace of mind package included free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax finance debate. And satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. And all month long, for every $1,000 you put as a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or NEACarToday.com. $1,000 is the maximum amount matched. See dealer for details. Just say yes. Hello? 
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303776 asking you specific team specific year what team gets your vote is most dominant in sports history we'll look uh, some more at that question in the second hour of the program dive into some different answers both from what you all are saying on social media and then you know some of the answers that we have in studio as well we'll start throwing them out your way uh news coming out today on the realignment front in college, kind of sort of news, not anything seismic, uh, because basically we all knew these teams were going to be moving at uh, at, at some point, but more along the timeline, uh, news-worthy information. That was a word salad. Anyways, uh, so... <laughs> We know dates now for when uh, college football is going to continue to have some different league expansion and league adjustment and whatever else. Cincinnati, Houston, UCF have reached an agreement on a deal to go ahead and exit the AAC and join the Big 12 uh, this time next year. It'll be in summer of 2023. Of course, the athletic calendar runs July 1st to June 30th. So that's, uh, I would anticipate, although there's not a specific date said, that that is when that will actually Tell place, uh, take place. That was reported to numerous media members uh, earlier this morning. And if you follow a college sports insider at some point in time, they probably tweeted that out. So Big 12 is going to be a little bit bigger this time next year or 13 months from now anyways. I do, I think this is, is kind of interesting. I kind of wonder if the Big 12 is going to be petty here. And send, like, Texas football to Houston or Oklahoma to UCF on their way out the door? I I honestly kind of feel like they will. Yeah. Texas to Utah. Yes. And just do some goofy scheduling just because they can. Uh, It does look like, and I cannot see who, I, I can't figure out where I saw this reported, and I apologize for not having that info right in front of me. But did also see an additional report that it looks more like, you uh OU and, and Texas could exit the league in 2024 as opposed to 2025 but that still leaves one season where the Big 12 could really yeah <laughs> screw over some of these outgoing teams if it wants to from a scheduling perspective and just make things a little bit more challenging on the Sooners and the Longhorns but uh yeah 2023 is when we'll see kind of the rest of the college football landscape shift. Uh, because with all of this realignment news of, of teams coming in and going out and moving here and going there, the Sun Belt's really the only thing changing this year. Um, as they are, well, of course, Conference USA as well, because they poached three teams from that league. But but all of the big changes that we spent all summer talking about last year, those aren't taking place until now, 2023, for the most part. And then uh, later on as well. But we'll circle back around to that in just a moment as we'll check in here with Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Miss Kerr, I know what you need for for, for dinner later. Okay. You need you a 
good beef, big nice cheeseburger with everything on there and a large order of fries along with it and, and a top it off a chocolate nice beef, piece of chocolate cake. I actually wouldn't hate that at all. That would um that that sounds pretty good. That might be yep. one of your better ideas that you've had on the show, <laughs> Mark. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yep. Kate, I know what you need to eat. I've already you eaten. You may eat you, you, ain't ate, you may you may you, you need to go and eat the pizza buffet. I've already eaten. Oh, have you? Oh wow. For dinner though, there are worse things than a pizza buffet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, really. Pizza buffet doesn't yeah. sound bad either. No. Cheeseburger and pizza. Yeah. You, you've got some good ideas, Red Wolf Mark, today. You yeah. really do. Yeah. Okay, do you like catfish? Uh, it depends on where I get it from. How about, uh, how about Ryan's catfish? That it is, depends on where I get it is. from. Yeah. yeah. Ryan's catfish is good and Murdoch's. They got, they got, that, they, that's good catfish in place. And they had, yeah. Yeah. But that's what Karen needs today. Her good old cheeseburger with everything on there and, uh, and french fries and a piece, nice piece of chocolate cake. Yeah, the only issue yeah. is, now that we've started talking about this, this is not happening for dinner. This is happening for lunch. Like, That's what I'm going to have yeah. for lunch yeah. today. Lunch is, in, lunch is in an hour. I and mean, Sonic literally is just down the road. It really is. Yeah. So we've got multiple choices really close. Yeah. Lunch is in one hour and eight minutes, and now I'm going to sit here and steadily count down the <laughs> count down the time because I wasn't starving until 30 mm-hmm. seconds ago. What, what, uh, what else is going on today, Red Wolf Mark, uh, other than I'm, you just I'm calling to make us hungry? Okay. I'm on that something real quick. All right. Uh, we, got our, we got our vacation Bible school coming up. Yeah. Monday. First Monday, June the, June the 13th. Yeah. And we want all them sweet little cute kids to come out for our Bible school. No ugly ones. Nope. That, that, that's counting Brad Bubba. He can't come out because he's uh, he ain't that good looking. I think he might also be a, a couple years above the age limit for vacation Bible school. Yeah. 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 He, he's up above the age limit. So okay. Yeah, but he can bring his kids though. And uh and Rodney Elwood, you need to bring your little boy up so I'll make this possible. And it and it's from six to nine and we're gonna have a good time. So if you want a good time, Valley Baptist Church, come on out and come to a good vacation Bible school. And I wanna say all righty then and thank you. All righty. We're just going to talk about cheeseburgers for the next hour of the program, I <laughs> guess, is what we're going to do. Maybe pizza, that was thrown into the conversation as well. Some days, lunch at 2, 2.15 just does not seem like one of my smarter ideas. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes the struggle is real. Like, some days I really think you have the right mindset because you go and get lunch at, like, 11.15, 11.30. I so, do, every day. So I'm not hungry when I'm on the air great i'm usually not because we've been on this schedule for i don't know how many years now where to where lunch is not uh, until following the show but man some days can somebody bring me donuts cookies somebody we did have donuts in here the other day we did have donuts in here the other day i would love it if someone would bring crumble cookies that would be the i'll take some tots right now tots are just right down the road yeah, that's true do you think can I make it to Sonic and back during the break? <laughs> uh, if, you, if they have your order ready, yes. 
I might be pushing a little bit. Uh, turns out I am going to be still here in studio right in front of this microphone when we do come back from a break because we still got a lot to get to in hour number two. So we'll hit pause, come back and reset at the top of the hour right after this. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Friday Chicken Radio Network Sports Update. Brian you by Plants and Tire Service. Championship Friday for Arkansas State Track and Field Santa Up at Pasco. He'll be in the finals of the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase this evening at the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Eugene, Oregon. The gun goes off for the final at 824 Central Time this evening. Cardinals back home after being swept by the Tampa Bay Rays in a three-game series on the Florida Gulf Coast. The Rays winning the series finale 2-1 yesterday afternoon at Tropicana Field. Andre Palente gets the start for St. Louis against the Reds. Luis Castillo, first pitch at 7-15, pregame 6-20 on 95-9 The Wolf. And the Memphis Redbirds lost to the Durham Bulls last night, 10-7 at AutoZone Park. This evening, game four of the series at 7:05. Cardinal pitcher Jack Flaherty will make a 60-pitch rehab start for Memphis at AutoZone Park this evening. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service now at two Jonesboro locations. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Would you like to earn up to $21.25 per hour? Would you like opportunities like growth advancement and enjoy benefits? Denso and Osceola is offering just that in your first year. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems. Denso builds the best products in the world by hiring the best people. You can earn up to $21.25 per hour and get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Start your new career with Denso. Denso also offers referral bonuses plus medical, vision, dental insurance and a 401k with a 4% match. Apply today at DenzoCareers.com and search Osceola Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola Arkansas. Walk-in interviews every Wednesday from 9 to 1130 a.m. at 100 Denso Road in Osceola. Earn up to $21.25 per hour. Get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 days paid holiday plus benefits today with Denso. You could keep telling yourself you're going to get your vehicle service or you could just call Central Nissan today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off till tomorrow what you could do today. Central Nissan Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Nissan. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Nissan. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service needs today on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro is headed to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is open this weekend at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol, and they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Plus, enjoy door prizes and giveaways all weekend long. Dine in with them or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza in Manila on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now open this weekend at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. First 
National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansans to come work with the region's largest independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back. Hey, it's hour two of the Workday Red Zone. Actually, home stretch here for the week. One hour left in the day, one hour left in the week. Uh, still a lot to get into today and still looking forward to getting your feedback on our KavanaughCars.com question as we're asking you today. I, I want to get your vote for the most dominant team in sports history what i'm looking for I'm, I'm looking for a season a specific season or maybe even a run if somebody i had one of those incredible dynasties where they went off for two or three or even more years than that and just were an unstoppable unstoppable machine we have uh, based our question of the day off of this year's oklahoma softball squad which was very 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 good and uh won an addy last night with a 10-5 win over texas after they just pretty much wreaked havoc on the Women's College World Series and, of course, on the entire 2022 softball season. Uh, they were really good. But but uh, want to get your votes today, and uh, we'll take those on the phone at 9303776 and also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Our question is brought to you by com. a great spot for you to head if you're looking for a new ride. Um, it can be a new new ride or a new-to-you ride. Whatever you're looking for, they have their entire inventory online for you at KavanaughCars.com. It's not just the, the vehicles at Kavanaugh Kia or Kavanaugh Hyundai. It's just it's every single vehicle on the Kavanaugh lot. So that way you don't have to burn up some of that uh, precious gas driving around constantly from dealership to dealership. Uh, you can get all of the basics taken care of before you ever leave the house. Pick out your dream ride. Reach out to make sure it's still available. Get pre-approved. Find out what your trade-in is worth. Again, all of that they can take care of for you at KavanaughCars.com. Looking at some of your answers on social media. Mr. A brings up the 1972 Dolphins. Uh, hey, when you go undefeated. Yeah. 
you get you get that bragging right as a as a dominant team. And you know, today it, it's kind of interesting because there's two that come to mind kind of recently in terms of dominant dominant teams, but you have to win a, a championship to be in the running for this. So you go back and you think about a team uh, like like that Patriots team that went 16 and 0 in the regular season. That was a dominant, dominant regular season football team, but got to the end of the year and couldn't get it done. You think about also, um, gosh, what all did they they do? They set all kinds of NFL records. Most games won, regular and postseason, longest winning streak, most points in a season, most points on the road, highest point differential, most touchdown scored in a season. But then, you know, in 07, they lost in the Super Bowl. So they don't get to be a part of this conversation today. Likewise, you know, you look at that uh, Warriors team. That had was it seventy three, regular yeah, seasons. Yeah, seventy three nine. Yeah. Yep. But ultimately, if we're talking about dominant teams, then you would probably give it to the sixteen seventeen Warriors team because even though they didn't have near as good of a regular season record, well, I say is near as good. They still won sixty seven games, <laughs> but they they actually went out and beat the Cavaliers for the championship. So they would be more in the conversation than the team that, that had 73 wins. There's a lot of different basketball teams that you can throw into this conversation. Um, obviously, you know, what the Celtics did during their run. I mean, just pick a year in their run, and you'd be able to throw them into this conversation. But uh, I think uh, if we're looking at basketball overall, you know, you look at that dream team back in 1992. It was called at the time, quote, the greatest sports team ever assembled. It was the first Olympic basketball team to be made up of pro players. So, I mean, it's just the roster is unlike just about anything else we've ever seen in terms of sports, in terms of any sports, when you're looking at an all-time collection of talent. I mean, Jordan, Pippen, Malone, Magic, Larry Legend, Patrick Ewing, Chris Mullen, Charles Barkley, there were so many more. And then they just went out and just not so much beat their opponents as annihilated and, and humiliated them. They won each game by an average of 44 points and ultimately won the gold medal against Croatia, 117 to 85. And so when people talk about all-time dominant teams, that has to be in the conversation. But one thing to note with, with U.S. basketball, for as good as some of these men's teams have been over the years the ones that you know were able to win gold and, and dominate the competition the team usa women have been significantly better in u.s or excuse me in international competition than like any other team um the u.s women's basketball team has won every gold since 1996 they didn't have an off year they didn't have a hiccup there's never been a letdown they have just repeatedly gone out and kicked butt and, and taken names. And I don't have in front of me, I've been looking for it today and I, I couldn't find it, but like back in 1996, I couldn't find their average margin of victory uh, when they started putting together this incredible run. But in terms of pure dominance, they <laughs> they are absolutely, absolutely insane, uh, the U.S. women. I do find it interesting when we look at some of the recent conversations 
Um, and it's not all women's sports dominated. You know, the there have been some really good college football teams that we've seen over the past few years that went out and completely annihilated their opponents. Uh, you know, you look at, we mentioned some of those warrior squads and things like that. But I, when I think of some of the two most dominant teams we've seen in the past Oh, a decade or so. Again, Oklahoma softball that we've talked about numerous times today, but then UConn women's basketball as well. Yeah. When you talk about not just being like really, really good and able to go out and, and win and win by a huge margin of victory, but I mean going out and complete and completely like obliterating the heart and soul of your opponent. I mean, that's I find it interesting that as of late there are more women's teams in that conversation than than men. And it doesn't necessarily mean anything in the the grand scheme of things, but I am kind of curious, you know, uh, why that is, and you know, if we'll see eventually more parity in some of these sports. And by some, I particularly mean softball. You know, UConn is still very, very, very good, but they're not on that dynastic run anymore. Uh, they're still a threat to win an Addy every year but they're not going out and demolishing opponents like they were at the beginning of the decade. They're not putting together 99-game win streaks like they have in other times in the Oriama era. So you wonder if this is, you know, you kind of wonder, based on that, how long OU softball's run will be. No dynasty lasts forever. So what eventually makes a team either step back or propels the opposition to get better enough to, to win it all? Looking at uh, some more of your answers, Trey says he has two on Twitter. But one he throws out is the 1998, 1998 Yankees, who put together just an absolutely monster record, uh, 125-50, and 50, which again is just, is just insane, insane, insane. They, of course, had Jeter. And Rivera. And they outscored their opposition that year by 300 runs. They were plus 300 <laughs> in terms of, of runs scored. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. 125 and 50 again. That's just uh, absolutely insane. But he also throws out one um, that I would not have thought of today. And he says, quote, an unheard and very rare answer, the Dallas Carter Cowboys. In real life. From 1987, there is apparently a 30 for 30 on them. He says it's highly recommended. So, might have to check that out. But you can continue the conversation with us at 9303776. i tell you what, uh, a couple minutes earlier here, but let's go ahead and take a break. We'll come back and uh, get caught up on some baseball news. Uh, we'll look at what's going on for the Cardinals. We'll get you updated on the one NCAA tournament game that's going on right now and, and more after this uh, right here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Central Ford in Truman has your vehicle and your back. Call Central Ford today to schedule your service appointment. Central Ford Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or full engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Ford in Truman. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Ford. Professional, convenient, reliable. Central Ford, exit 29 off I-555 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. 
There is a three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get medium pork spare ribs for $1.77 a pound. USDA select boneless New York strip steak value packs, $5.97 a pound. Prairie Fresh seasoned pork tenderloins, 18.4 ounces, $3.53, limit four. And gallons of Blue Ribbon Classic Ice Cream, $4.43, limit three. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro in the two former Hayes Supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Inspect, rotate, inflate. June is Tire Awareness Month, and Local Tire and Wheel wants to make sure you're safe on the road as you kick off your summer travel season. I mean, nobody wants to be driving down the highway on tires that you don't trust. And that's why Local Tire and Wheel is reminding you to inspect, rotate, inflate. And they're taking your worries away by doing free tire inspections all month long. And proper tire inflation can save you as much as 10 cents per gallon. And 80% of us ride around with improper inflation. So let Local Tire and Wheel get you on the right road today and local tire and wheel now offers six months same as cash so you get the cash price but you have six months to pay and if you need longer to pay that's cool too local tire and wheel will build a payment plan that fits your budget with no credit check and everyone approved so get brand new safe reliable tires from the name you can trust local tire and wheel because local is better local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro localtireandwheel.com and on facebook search local tire and wheel jonesboro hello emily it's jennifer i need your help oh no what's going on i don't know if you've heard but i'm having to work from home starting today and i'm trying to get set up but i can't even get calls from the office okay do you have the spectrum voip app on your phone no i haven't set it up yet okay i can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until i get it all set up thank you so much you bet let me know when you're back in the office and we'll get that app installed that way you'll never miss a call no matter where you are emily you're the best what about my video conference calls i'll send you a link to the spectrum voip portal just like we use in the office. Once you log in, you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop. Fantastic. Now I need to get started working. When working from the office at home or on the road, Spectrum VoIP makes it easy. If you'd like a free demo, call 870-454-HELP. That's 870-454-4357. Or visit us online at calmersolutions.com. Spectrum VoIP from Calmer Solutions. Cloud-hosted high-quality VoIP at the best price. It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. What team gets your vote is the most dominant in sports history? Specific team, specific season. 
is what we are searching for today uh, from your answers. 9303-776, the number to call, at Kara underscore Richie, is how you can reach us on social media. Let's talk some baseball for a couple minutes here. Cardinals, well, past couple days, couple three days, not great. Uh, two opportunities, two solid opportunities to get a W in the three-game series at Tampa Bay. Of course, game two was a little bit of a butt-kicking, but you had two other games that were close, that were competitive, and Cardinals couldn't get it done. So they get swept at Tampa Bay and kind of wasted a phenomenal start by Miles Michaelis. Uh, disappointing in the sense that there's there's kind of two really good starts in this series that the Cardinals wasted uh, by a couple really good pitchers. But Miles Michaelis last night, or excuse me, yesterday afternoon, I really feel like he made like he made a bad pitch. He really did. He made a bad pitch, and uh, the Rays were able to take advantage. And hit it out, and that was that was it. Other than that, I mean, it's he's got a beautiful stat line. I mean, just allowed three hits, eight innings pitched, struck out nine, did not walk a batter, but just missed his spot to one dude. And um, sometimes small things in in a game like baseball just make all the difference. Of course, uh, he would not have been on the hook for the L if the Cardinals would have had any offense going. They were held to just two hits, but you know when you face a Cy Young candidate, which McClanahan certainly is this season, sometimes runs are a little bit harder to come by. I, I knew that Shane McClanahan was good going into that game. I didn't realize he was that good. Yeah, he pitched against the Cubs back in April, like late April. And obviously it's his rookie year, so it's like, oh, he'll be good two to three years. And then, yeah. no, he's been, like, good this year. <laughs> yeah. That ERA is 1.87. That yeah. gets your attention. He has struck out. More batters than anybody else in baseball. So yeah, yeah that uh, that that gets your attention. You know, the whip is nice and, and fantastic. He's seven and two. I'd like to know what the heck happened in those two games that he lost. Uh, but he's really, really, really good. And so even though Miles Michaelis last night had a very good start, a complete game for Michaelis, uh, which is awesome because you saved the bullpen there. It ended up being you know McClanahan was just better. And so uh, the Cardinals got swept. So last night you get uh, you did get to see Paul Goldschmidt continue his on base streak, but he was hitless. Arenado, Pujols, the only guys in that lineup able to get a hit against McClanahan. So the Cardinals have to turn their attention to Cincinnati, which is not a bad team to have to face after uh, you're reeling a little bit. One thing that was kind of interesting though about last night's game, and it's been a little bit of a trend this week. With the Cardinal pitchers, which of course last night they were helped out by McClanahan, McClanahan as well, but not not always. But it does seem like good pitchers have a tendency to pitch at a little bit better of a pace. And one good thing about yesterday's game is, although it was an L, at least it was short. That game clocked in at one hour and fifty four minutes. Yeah, it is the shortest. It was the shortest Cardinals game. Shortest nine-inning game since 2006. And it was one of, or excuse me, 2010. And it was one of the shorter games that we've seen in all of Major League Baseball in like the last five years. So I am, I'm absolutely on board with this pace <laughs> that the Cardinals are on right now. Again, uh, you know, one minute, one hour and 52 
54 minutes. And then, of course, you had a 10-inning game that was just barely over three hours long uh, earlier in the week. So is I hope this is a trend. Give me all the two-hour games that you got. Probably not a trend, though. Of course, one of the reasons it was so, so short last night is because hits were at a premium, runs were at a premium. There weren't a lot of guys on base, things like that. I would not anticipate that to be the case over the next couple of days because the Reds are, are not great. Now, the Reds are playing significantly better than they were about a month ago. So this isn't a situation where the Cardinals can just like stroll in and only half pay attention and sweep all three games by the score of like 15 to 2 or whatever. The Reds are playing better ball than that as of late. Now, better ball for the Reds is still just 4 and 6 in their last 10 games in 17 games that are 500. Because well, the starting point was pretty low <laughs> this yeah. season. They were like they they were stuck on three wins for what felt like a month. And then since then, they've been better. But, I mean, nobody in the NL Central is playing worth a crap right now, to be honest with you. Which, yes, some of these teams have fared, uh, have been facing some good opposition. The Cardinals, obviously, I mean, the Rays are good. So even though you would have liked to have gone there and, and gotten a at least one game out of that, it's not like you got swept by the A's or the Royals or the Angels. I mean, you played a good team. Yesterday, though, not good around the NL Central. Everybody lost, with the exception of the Cubs, who were off. And yeah, they have played two days. Yeah, so they had the rain thing the other day. Yeah, Wednesday. And yesterday was a scheduled off day, so. But uh, but nobody is, is, I mean, there's five teams with L's, uh, at least in their last two games, if not more. The Brewers have lost six in a row. I think that was the only thing that if you're a Cardinals fan is really frustrating about the series at Tampa Bay is you have this golden opportunity right now to take advantage of a Brewers squad that all of a sudden is not playing very well. And you missed out on that opportunity by going out and getting swept. So uh, ever since that series with the Brewers wrapped up, you know, the Cardinals have been one half of one game back. But that was several days ago, and they're still stuck at one half of one game back. Again, in theory, you feel like the Cardinals can make a little bit of hay this weekend as they take on the Reds. Um, looking at what's going to be in store tonight for these two teams, your pitching matchup or whatever. Uh, the Reds do throw out Louis Castillo, and there are a couple of Cardinals with really good numbers against him. Paul Goldschmidt in particular has faced him like a million times. And although he doesn't necessarily have a crazy high batting average against Castillo, he does have quite a few extra base hits against him. So I would look for him to potentially... Have a good night. I think Harrison Bader, the other guy in the lineup that has really good numbers there against Castillo. So uh, maybe after a night where, again, the Cardinals were only able to get two hits against one of the best pitchers in baseball, maybe a night like tonight, uh, a matchup against, again, a not very good team, not very good pitching can jumpstart this offense just a little bit. The Cardinals will uh, continue to, you know, they made a roster move today. They're continuing to get guys back healthy. Dylan Carlson is back. He was activated from the 10-day IL. So because of that, Cardinals, of course, had to make a roster move. And now Lars Newtbar is back in Memphis. Newtbar. <laughs> still funny. Still solid. Still going to say that name as much as possible. But uh, but Newtbar is, is uh, been sent down again. So the Cardinals starting to get more of their everyday roster back and, and healthy 
Of course, the guys they've gotten back are outfielders. There's still not any help there necessarily with pitching depth, but they'll be able to make it through in theory. I say in theory because tonight, Andre Pallante is starting. Now, he's no Packy Naughton, but he's pretty untested and, and unproven. And the numbers right now, the statistics are really good. So, uh, as long as they don't, I guess, overuse him or anything like that, it, it should be all right. This is going to be, you know, a bullpen game for the Cardinals. And we've started to see more of those lately. And you've got two starts in your five-start rotation that are bullpen starts. It's not great, but see what happens with the rest of these guys uh, that could hopefully get healthy for the birds. Elsewhere around Major League Baseball, uh, Nickelback was not the answer for the L.A. Angels. I meant to talk more about this yesterday, and I just got, I don't know if I got distracted. We were talking about other stuff, and it just never came up. But in case you missed it the night before, which would have been Wednesday night, uh, the Angels have been going through a period of, well, they stink right now, uh, basically, to, to not sugarcoat it. They went through a period where they played awful baseball. Going into Wednesday night, they had lost 13 in a row. They would made a change at manager, putting uh, Madden to the curb. So they decided in an effort to jumpstart their luck or their hitting or whatever, that every single batter on that roster would use a Nickelback song as their walkout music. I don't know why they necessarily settled on Nickelback, but just for a future update, friends, apparently Nickelback does not make the baseball gods happy. Apparently not. Because they went out and lost the next night, too. However, last night, Shohei Otani did Otani things, and they were able to get back in the win column. He pitched very well, hit a homer, and uh, the Angels, who were really good like a month ago, or at least back in the win column. I don't know if there is... I'm trying to think of another franchise in sports right now that would kind of compare to the Angels in the sense that, in theory, you've got two of the biggest stars in your sport, on your team, and you're just not good. I mean, like the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, no, I mean, because at least they get to the playoffs. Yeah, true. That's true. The Angels only been in the playoffs once, and they lost in the wild card game. Yeah. So, so it's just it's kind of a fascinating amount of ineptitude. Yeah. You've got the greatest player of this generation in Mike Trout and the most fascinating player of this generation in Otani, and you aren't good. Yeah. And you haven't been good in forever. It's a mystery for another day. Let's go to the phones and check in with Trey. How are you today? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you doing? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, uh, just going to kind of go over my answers on uh, the question of the day that I put out on Twitter, um, really kind of emphasizing on the Dallas Carter Cowboys uh, from the 1987. Uh, if you've never seen that 30 for – have you seen that 30 for 30 on ESPN about their uh, program? No, I, I have not, so fill us in. So it's basically called uh, What Carter Lost, and, you know, it's about the real-life Dallas Carter Cowboys that you see from uh, Friday Night Lights and 
this team literally had NFL talent left and right. They had at least 20 or 30 guys um, pretty much uh, all slated for, you know, NFL stature. Mm-hmm. And it's just like after they won their state championship, everything came falling down. It was just like a domino effect. And, you know, you had kids being involved in – uh, armed robberies, but they weren't killing anybody. They were just going into banks and stores all throughout Dallas and uh, just robbing people. And it that was is some crazy. Of their star, there were, it was some of their star talent. Um, and their coach had no idea of this until the news comes out that following spring mm-hmm. after they had won the state championship. And uh, they had, you know, I think – Four or five of the guys that they really talked to in the 30 for 30 were all involved in that, and they were all sentenced to, you know, almost uh, quite a few of them were almost sentenced to uh, 10 to 20 years in prison for all the charges that they stacked up. And it's just crazy of where these guys were headed to where they ended up. And one of them is actually now a pastor at a church in uh, Dallas. So. Um, very, very good story, but also if that team, if those, if you just kind of watch the highlights of that team from 1987, I'm like, okay, I can see why a guy like Reggie Bush, um, who knew quite a bit about this team back then, he literally said that it was probably one of the greatest high school teams ever constructed. Um, so, uh, definitely highly recommend anybody to watch uh, the 30 for 30 on mm-hmm. Dallas Carter. It's called What Carter Lost. And it is very, very interesting to see how you can rise up and then fall down into the ashes within a span of six months after winning uh, your state championship. And if you remember, uh, that year was the year that they, that they obviously played Permian, you know, in the movie Friday Night Lights. Yeah. They featured that as the state championship game, but it was in reality the uh, state semifinals is when that game took place. And uh, and I believe it took place actually at Dallas Carter. Uh, well, they actually played at the old Cowboy Stadium. So, um, and the crowd state would have was just massive because they were basically the biggest metro school right there in the heart of Dallas. So, uh, and then, obviously, my other answer was the 98 Yankees, somebody mm-hmm. going 125 and 50 or whatever it was. That's just unheard of nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and then uh, I'll kind of end it with, like, if I'm thinking of most dominant movie team, I would probably say, you know, the Team USA, Miracle on Ice movie, and uh, – I have to go with um, Remember the Titans, you know, and that real-life team as well. I think that was one of the most dominant movie teams, if you kind of go back and watch all those fantastic sport movies. So that's just kind of what I was going to weigh in today. Highly recommend the 30 for 30 if anybody's never watched it. and it's, It's some good stuff. It is definitely some good stuff. It sounds like it. Trey, really appreciate you chiming in on that and uh, elaborating on your answers. All right. Appreciate it, Carrie. Y'all have a good one. Hey, you too. We'll see you. 9303776 is the number to call. What Carter Lost is the name of that documentary. He's going through and reading some notes on it. Because I'm not super familiar with 
uh, that Dallas Carter story. Red Friday Night Lights. So knew a little bit more about uh, yeah. the Permian side of things. But it was crazy. Uh, Dallas Carter was the title instead until <laughs> it was forfeited. And it was almost even their state title run was almost halted even before that in district court as there was a battle between the Texas Education Agency and Dallas Carter over the eligibility of a player. 21 players off that team were offered college scholarships. Three went on to play in the NFL, which is a pretty high percentage when you consider, you know, if you've ever gone through and looked at the numbers, the percentages of, of high school players that even go on to play college ball, period, let alone Division One, let alone make it to the NFL, is usually pretty pretty minuscule. It's a pretty cool story there. Uh, 930-3776, again, is the... Number to call, uh, we could circle back around to the Nickelback conversation. <laughs> or we could make fun of Tony La Russa, who, for baffling reasons last night, walked a batter after a 1-2 game. You know what? We will touch on that for just a moment before we <laughs> go to break. If you haven't seen it yet, if you don't keep up with the White Sox, Tony La Russa, is obviously a smart dude. He's won a yeah. lot of games. He's he's usually uh, knows what he do what he's doing. But he made a baffling call last night, and since then he's been getting a lot of flack for it. Because last night, you know, it's the it's the sixth inning, and. The White Sox have a one-two count on Trey Turner. So you just need you need one more strike. But instead, they decide to walk him. And that was baffling enough. And then, of course, to make it worse, Max Muncy, who's batting like 150-something, then hit a bomb off of him. And LaRusso said he, you know, he liked the matchups. It... It bring him at uh, Muncie and you got a lefty versus lefty matchup and, and blah, 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 blah. But that was just a baffling, baffling call. I don't, I don't understand why you do that there. Yeah, I don't either. And that was something. What kind of message does that send to your pitcher when you tell him, hey, we don't have confidence in you to get one more strike here? I don't know. That was just, of course, Tony La Russa has doubled down on it already plenty of times following the game, saying it was the right decision, blah, 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 blah. But it's just, it's still something that's kind of hard to wrap your head around. Chuck, you with this? Ooh, that sounds, hello? Hello? I don't know what's going on there, except for the fact that that was a dial tone. <laughs> so I tell you what, let's hit pause. And uh, we'll be right back after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey, this is Jordan Kohler, owner here at Roof Raiders. And I want to thank you for voting us best roofing company in the best of NEA contest and Premier Magazine's contest. Northeast Arkansas has seen its fair share of bad storms. And with that comes storm chasing companies that don't have your best interests at heart. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. 
When the sky's clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. This is our hometown, too. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Linux Industries, 125 years strong in the HVAC industry, is hiring salaried professionals in our Stuttgart commercial manufacturing facility. Linux's customer demand is at an all-time high. And to meet that demand, we have several salaried positions open. We currently have multiple openings for engineers, production supervisors, quality engineers, quality management, and purchasing positions. Linux offers the best overall benefits package in the industry and has been operating in Stuttgart since 1974. If you are ready to grow your career with an industry leader in HVAC and join the premier employer in Southeast Arkansas, then visit linuxinternational.com slash careers. That's linuxinternational.com slash careers. Or text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust JT White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. JT White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson windows and doors trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites jt white hardware and lumber all the tools and materials needed for any project large or small jt white hardware and lumber on parker road just off i-555 at harrisburg road a proud supporter of the a-state red wolves you've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need but why not have the best of both worlds at first national bank we have all the online banking tools you could ever need plus if you need something we have real people in real places near you digital with branches and real people we know you can't be everywhere at once but we can be anywhere you are check it snap it track it pay it move it and ask it anywhere first national bank putting you first always Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, where for every $1,000 you put towards a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. And Car Today offers you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. And all Car Today vehicles come with our peace of mind package included free warranty, free oil changes debt protection, sales tax financed available and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. And all month long, for every $1,000 you put as a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or NEACarToday.com. $1,000 is the maximum amount matched. See dealer for details. Just say yes. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
dun 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 All right, uh, welcome back, 930-3776. What team gets your vote is the most dominant in sports history? Nobody playing in this year's NBA Finals gets that vote. If we were looking at players, you know, there's certainly been games, there's certainly been seasons where Steph Curry has looked unstoppable. But in terms of, you know, tonight's game, it's not really relevant to the question. I am interested, though, to see if the Celtics can keep on keeping on. Of course, they went out and had an awesome game one and uh, closed out that game incredibly strongly to see the Warriors fight back in game two. But um, tonight's just so so pivotal. Every game is pivotal in, in the finals. But the Celtics go up three to one. I mean, you feel like it's it's kind of over, especially if the Celtics can do what we saw in in game three and just roll with the punches as well as they did. You know, they withstood that monster, monster Golden State run in the third quarter. They were able to to be able to, you know, take several different haymakers there from Steph Curry and also deal with this solid night from Klay Thompson and still be able to come out on top, which uh, I was just so, so impressed by. A lot of that due to, you know, uh, that defense that they showed in the final frame in the fourth quarter in game three. Um, of course, they also got uh, a little bit of an assist there in the sense that, of course, Steph Curry went down late in that game. And there were concerns about, you know, what his status would look like. But he has he has declared himself a go for game four. Quote, I'm going to play. That's all I know right now is what he said uh, recently about that game. He got hurt, I guess, with about four minutes left, and Al Horford fell on his foot, which did not look comfortable whatsoever. And Curry did remain in the game for a little bit after that, but uh, evaluated, hasn't had to go, undergo any further testing or things like that. But how good is he going to be? Um, lower leg injuries are not anything new to Curry. Yeah. And there have been times where they have been really significant. Uh, Curry did say that the injury is similar to the one he suffered on March 16th, which is when Marcus Smart fell on him. And that caused him to miss 12 games. Curry, quote, it was almost the identical play. It's just that this one wasn't as bad as that one. It's a good understanding of what is and all that, end quote. Curry has been pretty good. <laughs> So, I mean, the Warriors are not losing. The, the Warriors are not down 2-1 to one right now because of Steph Curry. No, they're not. Uh, he was 12-22 shooting. Scored 31 points. He's the leading scorer for either team right now. But, you know, the Warriors have, or excuse me, the Celtics have done a, a decent job of making him work for it a little bit. He's not getting really any wide open shots or things like that. He's not able to... Just go on those insane dominating runs, um, or at least in, in two of the three games he is he has not been. But you just have to wonder what's going to happen if Curry is limited in Game Four. Obviously, you know one thing there: if, if Clay Thompson could um, continue to step up, that would help mitigate that a little bit. But there still needs to be a better or a more consistent third option for the Warriors. You know, Jordan Poole at some point needs to needs to play a little bit better if. The Warriors are going to come back and be able to to win this series. But I am kind of done with any bold prediction 
for this series. I thought ultimately Golden State would take this in six or seven games, which is certainly still a possibility. But I, I continue to be impressed by what the Celtics have done. Any bold predictions from you for tonight? Um, I mean, I think if the Celtics win, it's over. Yeah. Whether it's five or six, I don't know. But I think it's over if they win. If the Warriors win, then I don't know. I really don't. I think it probably goes seven if the Warriors win tonight. Tell you what, let's take one more break because my mind just went blank out of that conversation. I apologize for that. One more break. Uh, we'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Central Ford in Truman has your vehicle and your back. Call Central Ford today to schedule your service appointment. Central Ford Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or full engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Ford in Truman. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Ford. Professional, convenient, reliable. Central Ford, exit 29 off I-555 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 365 days a year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. You love your truck. Implaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels, leveling kits, and the area's best selection of light truck tires, ATs, mud tires, and RTs up to 35s and bigger. Plaza Tire Service has the tires you want in stock today and will help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and now at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, the biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. Spring is finally here. So bring your plans to life with a personal loan from Arkansas Federal Credit Union. Whether you're sprucing up your place, planning a vacation, or needing to consolidate high interest debt, they make it easy to borrow up to $25,000 with low rates and flexible terms. Apply online in minutes at AFCU.org. And once approved, you can get your money in hours. Credit criteria applies. Visit AFCU.org for details. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery all 
done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future. Building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Brian tells us about one great thing about working for Northeast Arkansas Construction. Probably the family-friendly environment, the uh, the amount of knowledge that these people can offer and the chance that they'll give anybody is amazing. On a daily basis, it just keeps seems like it keeps getting better and better and better. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565. That's 972-8565. Or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Somehow, someway, we made it to the home stretch today on the Workday Red Zone. Last few minutes left of the week. And last opportunity for you to chime in on the phones or on social media asking you today, what team gets your vote is the most dominant in sports history? That's the CavanaughCars.com question. Of course, we're looking looking for like a specific year and a specific team uh, for that answer. Uh, let's check it in around college baseball. Was one super regional is already underway for a little bit there. It looked like East Carolina was just going to have no issue whatsoever against Texas. Uh, they were up three to two after one, added on three more in the bottom of the fourth. I think Bryson Worrell hit a homer in that frame and uh, added another run in the in the fifth too. So it was seven to two at one point. And then since then, Texas has kind of chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. So bottom of the seventh now. And it is seven to five. So East Carolina is, is of course, the home team. They're up to bat. Uh, they've got a runner on first, nobody out. And by the way, if you're wondering why East Carolina is good, why they've been able to have success this year, uh, a lot of that is is due to their offense. The top four guys in their batting order are all batting 324 or higher. So typically that's gonna get you some success yeah not bad they've also got they've got some good pitching as well but you know again you look at that lineup there's not really any there's not a guy you look at at that lineup and you're like oh they stink just pitch around that dude or, or pitch around uh the rest of the guys in the lineup till you get to that dude whereas texas also has some sluggers on its squad including a guy batting 400 which is pretty salty but uh we'll continue to you know if anything big happens in the next five minutes we'll update you on that regional uh three other games still to play and then everything else gets started up tomorrow so it should certainly be a fantastic weekend for college baseball and really looking forward to following everything that's that's going on uh around the ncaa uh elsewhere looking at other any any other news and notes we can throw at you uh, before we get out of here in news that you probably don't care about in a sporting event that you almost definitely will not watch. 
Uh, there is a horse race this weekend, the Belmont Stakes. It, yeah, the it, last big one of the year. Yeah, the last leg of the Triple Crown. Of course, there's not going to be a Triple Crown winner because the horse that went out and had that huge upset win in the Kentucky Derby, Rich Strike, skipped the Preakness. So now you've just got one event left, and only eight horses are in this field. But, you know, my favorite thing to do with the, with the horse race since I'm – no, I'm not going to win any money on it whatsoever. So other than gamble, it's to look at, of course, the the names of the horses in the race. And this is really, it's not a good slate. Not a good slate of horse names. However, if you are betting on a horse race this weekend strictly based off name, I feel like you should put all of your money on Skippy Longstocking. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really it. That's, uh, that's... That's the only good one. I kind of like that one. I do. I kind of like that one too. What kind of odds? I'm curious what kind of odds here Skippy Longstocking has. I don't think it has great odds, but you know, you might just want to throw it in one of your Superfecta picks. There's only there's only eight horses. Just throw it in there. Skippy Longstocking. It's certainly a better name than Nest. Is I, that what's one of the horses they made is Nest? Yeah, yeah, I don't know why exactly they decided to That's interesting. Name a horse after a thermostat. Yeah. But yeah. Nest. Nest. Nest versus Skippy Longstocking. I can tell you I don't know anything about either, but I'll take the one with the better <laughs> name. <laughs> I don't either. I cannot tell you. Cannot tell you jockey name or trainer name or previous uh, competition or anything like that. But I'm going strictly based on horse names. Yeah, Nest is not going to be any good. So don't waste your money there. Totally, totally the uh, smart way to gamble is by you know putting all your money on the horse with the weirdest <laughs> best name. Uh, otherwise, you know, not a, a lot going on this weekend. Trying to think over. Any big news or notes that we might have missed today, but uh, it's June, so it's basically a lot of baseball talk right now, and and uh, and that's it. DeChambeau, by the way, has officially left the PGA to join the new LIV Golf Series. I think that might have just been rumored yesterday, but he's out the door now, along with other several other golfers as well. So now it's just kind of waiting to see what some of these major tournaments will do in terms of whether they let these guys compete or not. Well, PGA has already said they're not. But the the major tournaments, I would venture to guess three of them do and the Masters doesn't. The Masters will probably be the first one that doesn't, if I had to guess. I feel like if the Masters says no, then the others will as well. I feel like they'll kind of set the tone. Well, I mean, you still have the U.S. Open to go and the Open Championship to go this year. And the U.S. Open's already said they would. Okay. So I would venture to guess they'd be able to play this year. And then when you shift back around to next year, the Masters will probably be the one to be like, nah. The Masters really – the ma- the difference with, you know, the some of these majors in the, in the, the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour kind of needs the big names. And the Masters – the Masters is – the big name, regardless yeah. of who is in the field. And obviously more people are going to watch if, if like a guy like Tiger or whatever is in there. But at the same time, like people watch the Masters because it's the Masters, regardless of, of the field. And that's not the case with 
uh, so many of these tournaments that are kind of scattered throughout the year. But that still continues to be an interesting story in the sports world. Uh, probably one of the bigger stories right now in, in the sports world. But um, otherwise, you know, in, in news that we touched on today, uh, conference realignment, uh, more of it at least, uh, coming in 2023. It's not any new teams or anything. It's just uh, that's when Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF are going to go ahead and join the Big 12. Of course, that means we'll see teams in 2023 moving from Conference USA to the AAC. It means we'll see teams moving from FCS to Conference USA. And so basically the Sun Belt gets a one-year head start on everybody else. And the big time moving and shaking will happen next summer. But that is it. That is a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone, on the Workday Red Zone for the week. So, hey, we made it to Friday. Yay us. <laughs> Keep it here. The setup with Cade and Andrew is next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it back here Monday morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC will come your way at 10. And then the Workday Red Zone returns Monday at noon. So for Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend.